Gradebook, a Tampa Bay Times podcast on Florida education issues. I'm reporter Jeff Solacek. Even before taking office, Governor Ron DeSantis talked about the need to improve Florida students' civic knowledge. He wants to enhance the academic standards in the subject at all grade levels, and he wants to add more tests to make sure students are learning the material. Haley Manigold is a senior at Hillsborough County's Armwood High School. She and some of her classmates have already taken the message far beyond what the governor has discussed. This week, Haley appeared before the Senate Education Committee with two fellow students to urge passage of a bill that the students proposed themselves. It relates to required testing of teens still learning the English language. Her group has been working on the idea for nearly two years. That includes learning all the intricacies of working through the legislative process to possibly turn their idea into reality. In our conversation this week, Haley Manigold talks about the importance of getting teens involved in order to influence their world and offers her views on how Florida could best enhance its civics education to make it really meaningful. Let's take a listen. So Haley, I really want to thank you for um, having a conversation with me here on our podcast. Oh, you're welcome. It's my pleasure. Now, you've done something that a lot of people don't do, which is go before the legislature and ask them to do something. And you're just a student in school, I mean, was that intimidating to you at all? It was very intimidating at first, but we practiced the speech a lot, and honestly, the opportunity outweighed how intimidating it was, so I would do it again. Now, what exactly is it that you're asking for? Because you're part of a group called There Ought to Be a Law, right? So you're asking for a law. Yes, well, we're asking for a waiver to be given to ELL students, so they don't have to pass the FSA in order to graduate. They will still take the FSA as kind of like a progress monitor uh, for their English English language acquisition, but they will not have to pass it in order to graduate. Why is that important to you? Um, It's important to me because I see ELL students every day here at Armwood. At Armwood, we have a very diverse population, and they're not being really heard or even considered um, as as a population here. They're, um, it's, it's been an issue for a long time. The research has been out for over 20 years, and it's just kind of been pushed to the side uh, in the education field. So it's really important that we bring this issue up so every kid has an equal opportunity to graduate and then start their life from there. Why do you think it's taking students and high school to say this to the lawmakers because like you said the research has been out there for a long time there are a lot of experts who tell us how important it is to be tested in a language that you understand and yet nothing has been done why do you think that maybe they'll listen to you instead well there's been other um, alternatives given but this this is the best alternative and i think it's really because it's come from the mouth of students who experience it on the daily and we have friends who are ELL students that are incredibly smart, but they just can't get down the academic proficiency, which is needed to pass the FSA. When you were in there, in the Senate hearing room, did you find that people were paying attention to you at all? Or did you find that maybe they were just sort of like scribbling and doodling and not paying attention at all? 
I felt like most of the Senate, uh, senators were paying attention. I felt like they were happy that we were there and engaged in the civic process. I felt like it was a good experience for all of them, seeing kids being so um, active in the, the process of making laws and getting laws passed, that they were just happy that we were there and they were really interested on listening to what we had to say. Did they understand what you were talking about? They did. Um, I felt like the speech got our message across clearly and concisely, so they, I, I feel like they understood it pretty well. Do you feel like you have to go back and discuss it with them again, or is your work done at this point? Well, we would actually love to go back. We have five more committees to get through in both the House and the um, Senate before we the bill can be passed into law. So we would love to go back up and present again. Um, it's, it's just a great opportunity every single time. Now, Senator Lee is your sponsor. Did you know him before this happened, or did he come to you and ask if he could sponsor your bill? No. So we had, I personally did not know him before um, this trip. This trip was all of our first time meeting him. So um, he, he was kind enough to sponsor our bill, and we're grateful for that. And we're just really grateful for his support because he, he does know, is familiar with some education bills. He's representing another bill that has to do with education. So we're really grateful for his support. Did he give you any hints about how to approach this? Because like you said, he's been up there for a long time. Uh, we talked in his office for about 20 minutes before the meeting and he gave us some hints and some tips, but uh, we were prepared when we came, and we, we did a good job because we were prepared. Oh, no question, but I just didn't know if he had, like, some secrets that you might be able to share with us that you could say, like, he told us to be sure to look this person in the eye or something like that. It wasn't that detailed? No, it wasn't that detailed. <laughs> oh, that, that's too bad. So let me ask you, before we get too far afield from this, though, but you said something about civic responsibility. And I don't know, did you hear that the governor had proposed wanting to have students take a civics test before before graduating high school? Had you heard that latest bit of news? I had not heard that. He proposed that just the other day. And I was wondering what you thought about that because it seems to me that what you're doing, being active and engaged in a process, would be a lot different than just taking a class and taking a test. And so I was wondering how you would balance out the idea of more civics instruction versus more civics projects, for instance. Well, I'm all for civic instruction. I don't know if I would make it a requirement to pass high school. I think it is very important that we learn the civic process and learn how important it is to our country. But I think getting students active like this and programs like this is what really drives uh drives it home that this is an important process and you can be the change in your community that you need. So I really, I like that idea, but I think overall as an education system, we need to move away from testing. So maybe making a class and not making it a required class would be a good compromise. How do you think you could get more teenagers to be involved in the process and to learn more about it the way that you have? Because it sounds time consuming, but it's also super interesting. Well, it all starts honestly with us and how we how we promoted the club to our friends and stuff like that. Our club at Armwood, 
Hollywood used to be all across the county, but unfortunately the program countywide died out, and we're the only club doing it now. But that just shows that back when the program was in full swing, that kids really do care and they do want to take the opportunities. So it's really about kids talking to kids about how important this is and uh, where changes can and should be made. Do you have other ideas of things that you would like to promote as laws too? Um, I think we all do, but I think now is the time that we should be focusing on the one that we're um, doing right now. Oh, of course. I wasn't trying to suggest that you drop it. I was just wondering what kinds of things you hear other kids talking about, perhaps your friends or other people you know, that we might see if there were more people involved in this there ought to be a law type of project? Well, I think there's a lot of things that students notice within the school system and how we're taught. Um, But I know I I would personally change a lot of things about how we're taught and how we're provided in education. But that's for um, other clubs and other stuff to do because I'm a senior so I'm graduating so this is my last year to really have this opportunity. Will there be people carrying on behind you? Do you have juniors and sophomores who are ready to keep it up so that way it doesn't just fizzle out? Oh of course we do. Um, Mr. Parada is always looking to bring the club back and he does a great job of finding kids in his classes that he thinks would be good fits and then having those kids Uh, go out and recruit other students from the school. So let me ask you for your advice. First, for other teenagers who are interested in getting involved and being more civic-minded, what is the best way for them to approach this? Even if it's not a club, is there something that they can do to really get involved? Well, you can always pre-register to vote, which is a great step. And also, you can just start talking with teachers and students at your school, saying like, hey... Um, we can write an email to our local legislature or something like that and then get it there locally and maybe it will gain traction like ours did to the state. But it started with Rep Saldez here in the, uh, that's our representative in the Florida House and she really took the bill and then it got traction with Lee and that's how, where we are today. So it really just begins locally and individually on how how bad you want to see the change or how committed you are to the process. And then when you were to give advice perhaps to the lawmakers about the importance of listening to teenagers and students in the schools, what would you tell them? I would say have a hope, open heart and an open ear because we're the ones experiencing it every day. And also not just listen to students, but also to listen to teachers because they're half of the equation. So lawmakers really need to sit down with local communities, especially educational communities, to see what the problems are and how they can be addressed so the majority of each population is satisfied. Well, Haley, I really appreciate you talking with me, and I wish you luck in getting your bill passed and then moving on to whatever happens next for you. Thank you so much. Thank you for giving me the opportunity once again. That's the end of our conversation and the end of our podcast. If you'd like to share your thoughts on today's topic, please go to our Facebook page, Tampa Bay Times Gradebook, and add your comments to the post of this podcast. 
To keep up with the latest in Florida education news after the podcast is over, please visit our blog, www.tampabay.com gradebook. Have comments, questions, or concerns about this podcast? Want to hear about something specific? Send an email to me at jsolacek at tampabay.com. Or add a review to the site where you get your podcasts, including Apple, Google, and Stitcher. I'm reporter Jeff Solacek. Thanks so much for listening. Thank you.